ladies and gentlemen, please welcome your hosts, Jared Seifert and Jonathan Young. All right. Okay, it's just me. No, I'm coming. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bombs Away. Let's make some noise. On a stage again, once a month. Ladies and gentlemen, what'd you think of Demolition Man? Twas a movie. It was a bit insane. We uh, didn't want to burden you with another Christmas movie for the month of December, so we were like, eh, something to uh, really get you out of that mindset. And yet people are disappointed. They're like, why not Jingle All the Way? And <laughs> I was like, well, Okay, Jingle All the Way. Don't defend it. I am trying to, but I can't. No, you can't. But I want to. Yeah, of course. Everybody <laughs> does. Um, and we're about a we're about a year away from something say like that fits the bill like Ghostbusters two, you know <laughs> anything like that. So uh, I picked this one just because I was like, well, there's ice and there's like frozen <laughs> things. <laughs> yeah. All right, but like, what? Batman and Robin has it. Yeah, it does, and maybe one day. Maybe one day. <laughs> so, but for this movie, the movie that made me gay. There's <laughs> really Batman and Robin that made so many people gay. You haven't heard about this? Chris O'Donnell? No. Oh, he turned all of us. Oh. See, even people in the audience are oh, like, I thought he was. I thought he was gay. I thought that's what you were saying. We all wanted him to be. Oh. <laughs> it's those nipples. Yeah. It's just uh, bad nipples. It was more than the nipples, <laughs> <Yeah>. trust me. <laughs> so, you know how we start this. Uh, with a prayer? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we already not. did that back there. Uh, <laughs> you know what to ask. Uh, do we have taglines? Indeed we do. I'm so glad I remember <laughs> yeah. that. The future isn't big enough for the both of them. Well, we're both on stage, so. Yeah. <laughs> the 21st century's most dangerous cop, the 21st century's most ruthless criminal. Uh, Th- I mean, that they that they know of. There's got to be somebody on the other end of the world. Yeah. Right? It's not like it's like just... Jeffrey Dahmer right. plotting around. <laughs> okay, next one. In the year 2032, Simon Phoenix escapes from prison on the verge of bringing crime to San Angeles. One man is back to the duty as a last re- as a last resort. They call him the Demolition Man. That's not a tagline. That's a synopsis. Yeah, that's the back of the VHS box, yeah, I think. I was like, that's... <laughs> I was like, this has gone on way too long yeah. already. Um... Next, in the 21st century, the police aren't equipped to handle this kind of violence. John Spartan isn't equipped to handle this kind of peace and harmony. It's like still a synopsis. Yeah, it's pretty much just a continuation yeah. of what I just read it's before. Like a, a nice little like, mm, we shortened it. And the last one, if you were thinking about shortening things, uh, think again. In the 21st century, the uh. police aren't... <laughs> Don't even finish it. Like, in the 21st century, we know! Please, I, do, I honestly, I, like, I skip I it. I have to. You don't. And, uh, it's our podcast, <laughs> our rules, literally. Like, there's no Do you guys want to hear it? Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm disappointed. In the 21st century, the police aren't equipped to handle Simon Phoenix. Their only chance has a name, John Spartan. But he there's and the 21st but? century... There's a but. But are he and the 21st century equipped to handle each other? 
It didn't get better. No, it didn't. Uh, and here's your stats, ladies and gentlemen, with a budget of $57 million estimated, an opening weekend USA gross of $15.9 million, a USA world gross of $58 million, and a worldwide gross of $159 million. So that's a financial success for here on the show. Yeah. I know, right? Money. Right. Uh, it's all that Taco Bell tie. <laughs> <laughs> with 10 deaths by gunshot, two explosions, one crush of the rib cage, one injection gun to the skull, one loose eyeball, one pair of breasts, and one frozen head crush with 20 murder death kills in total. MDK. With a 6.6 .6 on IMDb, a 34 Metacritic score, and a 61% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, it's 1993's Demolition Man. Make some noise and let's drop some bombs! <laughs> Find one credit for a violation of the verbal morality standard. Fuck! Fuck you! We're police officers. We're not trained to handle this kind of violence. He doesn't know how to use the three seashells. <laughs> He's finally matched his meat. You really licked his ass. I mean, bony, the, the wild mambo, the, the hunk of chunk. Let's go blow this guy. Away. Blow this guy away! Whatever. So, as you can notice, there are two chairs tonight. Uh, we have two special guests. Not since Miami Connection has this happened. Um, I wanted to get a little bigger, a little crazier, since this was a big, epic scale of a movie. So, ladies and gentlemen, our first guest tonight, uh, he works with us. Both of the gentlemen work with us, uh, and we, we yeah. just we wanted to reach out to some friends, some family, and say, hey, will you join us on the show? So, uh, first up, please welcome to the stage, Mr. Vicente Morales. Yeah! Vicente Morales. I know, right? The, the you did say the it applause. Right, but I did. The audience needs to know. The applause. Yeah, pick That's one right. up. Just right off the stage. Isn't Real it weird? The applause here. like dies before you can even Hello make everybody. it up the aisle. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for coming out and seeing us all. I know it's late, but we really appreciate it. Yeah, so next guest, start running down the aisle right now. Because our next guest joining us tonight... That's you're supposed to be doing it already. You're not all the way down. You're going so slow. <laughs> I think there he is. Tyler Rowe. We uh, texted each other about wearing all black and gray, and Tyler didn't get the memo, and don't look at my socks. They're green. I fucked up. So, <laughs> gentlemen, going down the line. He's wearing his Mac and Me outfit. I've, I found the most Taco Bell looking shirt I could find. <laughs> it in is. My, uh, that was there very much like their. Um, yeah, I would have to agree. Yeah. Like their 1990s Taco Bell Pizza Hut combination restaurant. Taco Hut. Taco Hut. Pizza <laughs> Bell. Yeah, the Taco Hut. It just it it looks like you pulled your bed sheets off and just put them on. <laughs> <laughs> those are Bugs Life, so it wouldn't fit this. No, those would have stuck to him too much. So, uh, first impressions. We'll go down the line here, uh, Tyler. First impressions of the movie, wh what'd you think? You guys smell that? Smells like someone took a shit in this theater. <laughs> really? No, oh. that's just the theater. <laughs> <laughs> that's just Santa <laughs> Ana. <laughs> no, uh... Yeah. Oh, that is mess no, you I made enemies it. in the first <laughs> two minutes Go of being Go back to Fremont, stage. okay? <laughs> Bay Area represent. No, uh, yeah, um, this movie is... Uh, rough 
That's all I have to say about it. Really? You did so you you're you're right out the bat saying not a fan. I've seen this movie twice now. And um the first time I stopped in the middle and watched Gremlins 2 instead. <laughs> <laughs> and I really wish I could have stopped in the middle and watched Gremlins 2 again. <laughs> true story? Very true story, yeah. <laughs> That's insane. Um, a show of hands, how many people had seen this movie before? Okay, oh, about the majority. Wow. Okay, yeah. Uh, I, I should like have asked nice who movie. hasn't. Who hasn't? Okay, Kinda yeah. half and half. Right? Uh, who... Who remembers this movie from seeing it before? Like, okay. okay. That's that's the key here. <laughs> like, he's like, I remember it. It's a part, like, for me, it's a part of my childhood. It definitely, like, it I was 10 years old when it came out. It explains a lot. It came out at 10? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Jealous. It's pretty delayed when did, when To this right? movie, you know. <laughs> what was the release date? Uh, the release date for it? Yeah. It was summer of 1993. Oh, sweet. I yeah. was, like, four months old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, Vicente, what'd you think? I love this movie. And like you said, it's part of my childhood. I remember I pirated the movie right off the TV, my combination TV VCR. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, See, there's some people out there that yeah, definitely I mean, come remember on, that's that. That's what I would do. I what like home video did you accidentally record over? It was a job training video from my mom's job. <laughs> <laughs> it really? You're she like, she doesn't <laughs> need to know. Yeah, and she just had a box <laughs> of them lying around, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to put some tape on it. And then I'm like, okay. I told my brother, it's like, it's time. You know, you get the, you know, it's, um, it's the other show. You get it's Seinfeld. time. We need to move on from mom's last job. <laughs> you, you know, you get the Seinfeld credits in the beginning of the movie. <laughs> and then you're like, okay. Now they switch from there. And, and Channel 5 News, it's like a shooting is going on. It's like, okay, just get off the screen. I want to start seeing some of Stallone is about to get frozen into an ice cube. So basically, it you, you wait, wait, no. <laughs> yeah, so you watched, uh, you taped over, like, violence and basically, you didn't know when the movie started because this movie is just L.A.'s on fire. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, the yeah, same yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't know if it's like Daily Riots or, oh, I'm watching a documentary. It's actually the same yeah. thing. Yeah. And, and that's how I, I want to start is that L.A., in just three years of this movie being coming out and then the date that this movie is, they imagine that all of L.A. is just in flames yeah, but, but also like movie premieres are still happening in the background with the the searchlights and everything happening. Yeah, sounds like a month ago. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we're living it every day, man. We're catching on fire. The movie like didn't plan out its timeline really well, to where they were like, in three years we'll probably be on fire. Hmm. Well, I mean, <laughs> I can't blame them. There's a yeah, lot of I stuff know, happening like, oh. in '93. Uh, this I is guess a really they weird Rodney King documentary. <laughs> <laughs> I was in Missouri and like not born yet during that time, so I don't know what happened. I I, I also like I remember seeing the flames. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he was here. It's fine. Yeah. I also like like the idea that in in this timeline, the the story that they tell is okay. This movie came out in '93, right? Which meant the Northridge quake was in '92, right? Is that correct? No. And no. Goes, no. Well, tell me. I wasn't. I'm not from here. What is it? Is it 94? Okay, just so, so we hadn't know, Maryland, no, Missouri, no, no, no. California, California. Got it. Okay. Northern California. Uh. Okay, make the distinction. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Because right. I found it Sorry, interesting. Your state's too big I, to compensate. <laughs> I found it interesting. <laughs> I found it interesting that they were like predicting like the big one of 2010, 
like later on in the film. Yeah. And I had thought that they had just went through one. So no. I'm just no, no, stupid. No, 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 they had no. 89, Loma Prieta. Yeah? Yeah. Thank you. I'm not a quakeologist. I don't know these things. Yeah, earthquake historians in the audience. Yeah. Well, <laughs> when you're at that, you might as well throw out 1903 San Francisco. I can just keep on going. <laughs> you want to keep going? What was the big one before that? 1906, it just got corrected. Yeah. See? Resende so doesn't like San Francisco. He just wants it to crumble. What are you talking about? My sister goes to San Francisco. <laughs> she goes yeah. to San this Francisco. She visits. <laughs> this. She goes to school. This right, has gone go. off the rails so fast. <laughs> <laughs> just like this movie that constantly shows okay, street so car so trolley on, so rails. So we start off the movie, and then the Hollywood sun's on fire. Right. Yeah. So I'm just thinking that everybody's like Instagram pictures not gonna work, and the little Hollywood trail, little hike is. Well, is, I mean, it's, it's like two years oh, ago. Oh, Runyon's they, like, done. They yeah. redid the Hollywood, the Holly, Hollywood, <laughs> Hollywood sign to say Hollyweed. That was like two years ago, almost exactly. Do you guys remember that? Yes. Yeah. Sure. Oh my God! You don't remember? Well, you're NorCal, so uh, forget you. Mm, yeah. <laughs> no, I remember it. Yeah. What that was like New Year's two years ago. Okay. Two New Years ago. I'm trying two, to figure out the New point years that ago. you're getting to. Because they were lighting it up. Hollyweed. Whoop. Got it. Follow my ADD brain. All right. Anyway. So basically, uh, we, ha we are introduced to our hero, John Spartan, right? Who, who, mm -hmm. who is, what, a hero? Yeah. <laughs> He's our hero. Mm. Like, uh, he saves 2032. I'll tell you that. That, was pla that place is going to shit. And so he immediately just has a hunch, this cop hunch. It's a cop thing. And he comes in a helicopter. And oh, <laughs> did he clean up after? <laughs> and he proceeds to bungee jump out of the helicopter in one of my favorite moments in which he doesn't, it's not really a bungee. He just comes out uh. of the hatch Goes, <laughs> okay, Phoenix! And then falls to the ground. And does not bounce up. He lands fucking hard. <laughs> he broke his ankles on that landing. Did He's he dead on his that building. Bag that he chucked out the window? I didn't see him chuck a, a thing out the window at all. It was like, no, he was, he was a flying cord, spirit. So, you like know, he had this like overhead. He just had to throw it out. <laughs> so, like, I'll get the guns on the way down. Um, so. Immediately, he just hits the ground. He like pulls a drawstring and just keeps killing, right? Oh yeah. And then he just like kind of just runs through the building, and nonstop is just knocking people out. And I I I, I have these questions of of certain certain things about ninety six L A. One like which. If you were a henchman, would you want to be one that gets like violently killed or like just kind of lightly knocked out? Because those are the only two options. You don't fire your weapon, and he won't fire at you. Yeah, but like it's always like I either like murder you violently, or I'm just kind of like, and you're knocked out. Well, Those are the only. I two mean, I saw a guy, a poor guy, he was probably just looking the other way, and he got kidney yeah. punched. He just straight out got kidney punched, and then just hit yeah. the elbow, <laughs> passed out. That's what I want. Like I you did to me like, earlier. <laughs> also, I <laughs> I want to go back to the the idea that. Um, why can't commercial airlines fly in L.A. anymore? Oh. Anti-aircraft fire, I guess. 
Like, what is happening in this this timeline? It's a smog situation you can't see through yet. <laughs> it's a smog world after all. Um, and and then, so when he gets to Phoenix, he the Phoenix has this, like, kind of diatrobe about, like, you know, I warned him. I, the, the fire department figured it out. The post office figured it out. But the goddamn bus drivers couldn't figure it out. And I'm like, what? What? What are these bus drivers? <laughs> like, I gotta stay on my route. <laughs> I gotta go. Like, I don't understand why the, he was able to hijack a bus that's coming into South Central. Like, how how they weren't staying out of this? If commercial airlines are not flying because of anti-aircraft fire, why are buses? <laughs> uh, duh. No anti-bus fire guns. <laughs> Idiot. Bus fire? Yeah, that, that bus driver wanted to save the environment, man. He's got to keep those route, man. He yeah. Get those people yeah. moving. <laughs> yeah. He was like, people have places to be, guys. That's on, true. Let's go. Okay. So I was just in love with his Beetlejuice pants. I was like, woo, yeah, get Beetlejuice it. Beetlejuice pants. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I wrote that down, actually, word for word, Beetlejuice <laughs> pants. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Your notes. You've been to Saturn. I've been to Saturn. <laughs> Saturn's ate him, right? <laughs> So he proceeds to get into a fight with John Spartan. Uh, he did? He did what? Get in a fight with John Spartan? Yeah. It's a joke. I didn't. <laughs> you're going all over my head tonight. <laughs> so like, um, he proceeds to get in a fight with John Spartan, and then uh, that he's trying to free the hostages, right? Unbeknownst to him, the hostages are long dead, right? But that's a good reveal Whoa, in the movie. Spoilers. That's a good reveal, I think, later I on think in the film. I think we all just watched it. Yeah. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, we're here. Whoa. In that whole sequence, the, the entire setup of the Hollywood movie is going to end the whole foreboding and stuff like that. Yeah. You know. Well, but this is also the point to where it's like, it's 1996 in their timeline to where it's like, they should be able to tell if a body died by fire explosion or like before that. To where they're just like, I you killed 30 down. people. To where it's like, n- he probably didn't if they all have their throats slashed. Yeah, I mean, or like gunfire. No one, like nah, I think they downsized the CSI. Forensics not exist in 1930, ni- well, not in 1933. But I'm not in a criminologist, 1993? <laughs> That's an actual thing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so now the building explodes. He rescues Phoenix because... Even a hero has to rescue the bad guy, I guess. Batman. Yeah, yeah, he's got that clause. And that's when the police chief from Lethal Weapon shows up? Yeah, my, playing my favorite character, um, Exposition Man, <laughs> <laughs> steps into frame. <laughs> who <laughs> says demolition man. Yeah, Listen, you can't keep doing this, John Spartan. You know, I'm getting tired of you. Demolition Man. <laughs> <laughs> Just looks, yeah, looks at the screen. <laughs> I'm tired of this. Demolition man shit. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, but it's it's literally the same he's playing the same character as he does for Riggs and Murtaugh. He's basically screaming. He's scream he's just screaming at him. Yeah. And then the same guy who's the helicopter uh pilot is Johnson from Die Hard. He's mm-hmm. like FBI agents, Johnson Johnson, no relation. Yeah. He's in the helicopter. So yeah. it's like I feel like everybody would just go, Hey, you did Die Hard, right? Yeah, you did Lethal Weapon, right? You wanna be in another movie, Stallone? Yeah, sure, why not? You know? Oh, yeah, that he's the he, like <laughs> this. Yeah, just like back in Nam, <laughs> yeah. I was eight. You dick. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, so he's the same, which blew my mind. I did not really register it that that character is the same as the old man later. That's like Zachary Lamb. You didn't know that was Zachary I Lamb? I didn't know that it was the same character because it does not translate well on screen. I found out via IMDb that it said like old, you know. Old Zachary Lamb. Yeah, and, and, and young Zachary Lamb. You figured that out? I didn't figure that out. I had no clue. Yeah, uh, well I, I was no just idea. wondering why he was talking to him as a pilot and telling him in a rookie. I was that's like, that's how I kind of that's gonna play out later. Right. I was all like, eh. yeah. So, uh, they sentence him immediately to to cry prison. Which is why I'm like, why didn't you think about the bodies and how they died? But it's it's crazy because it's the first time in history that a cop was held accountable for the actions that he partook <laughs> in. <laughs> and it was the only time in history. <laughs> yeah, it was the only time too. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you don't laugh, but we're right. <laughs> and, and so uh, they go on to sentence him uh, to what? Like over 70 years. Right? Yeah. Incarcerated. Yeah. And they freeze him. You can't have your clothes on. Yeah, um, just dick and balls <laughs> out. Just 80 dicks <laughs> just frozen all throughout the prison. You know oh, Stallone had a clause in his contract. He was like, no, but I'm just wondering that, 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 did they let like John Spartan do like one last like workout to get that pump going? Right. <laughs> you know, before he goes into the tank, he's like, I, I need to be jacked. I let me get <laughs> all these guys are going to see me naked. I need to be jacked right now. Let me get in that tank with a half chub. <laughs> I love all the poses that they all did, and I'm just waiting for the one gay guy that's like <laughs> full <laughs> asshole to everyone. Like, you like it? <laughs> and but Stallone was just full shaft. Oh, that's yeah. what we got. Well, oh, if you, you notice, see it. <laughs> it, they hide it with the credit sequence. No, not well. <laughs> no, it's after the credit sequence is when you see the most shaft. Right, but like it's like it's when they're dethawing him. It's like Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they, there's it's like this much on the screen, which is probably like 8 feet in real life. <laughs> you know that but you uh, still don't see a head? Like <laughs> Wait, I wait, was like it's Stallone, but it I had also already looked up his nude pics. You, you we know all that know like they that exist. Uh, he was in porn. They hit you with that like that porn angle, the under the balls angle, where they're like oh, sweeping you see underneath his balls it. And he's <laughs> like, oh no, I'm being frozen. Yeah, it's like, like Whoa. he doesn't know he's getting frozen. Like this no, is a different movie up. than I was expecting, but <laughs> count me in. <laughs> well, the demolition man is in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's gonna demolish something. <laughs> Wreck this. <laughs> <laughs> Wreck these walls, demolition man. <laughs> so the you're gonna miss it. So the movie uh, just goes on into. <laughs> so the movie is less gay after this, is what Jonathan just said. <laughs> Depends on your perspective, but oh, it's very gay. It it then just the time jumps to 2032. Yeah, but before I was like, did you see the date that he got frozen? It's like November 20th. So it's like they couldn't even wait for Thanksgiving. So you know right. they did. You know, you want to see the holidays? Nope. You got to look It's like everybody was ice. like, let's freeze these guys before the holidays. I don't want the paperwork. I feel like there is no Thanksgiving anymore <laughs> because what are you going to get <laughs> well, served? Well, there's not even Thanksgiving today, man. Oh, oh look at Halloween. the glorious crunch wrap that we got served. <laughs> 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 so, <laughs> um, well, that's like, yeah. What? No, I was just going to say food, glorious food. Okay. <laughs> Which, like, they do quote in this film, like, hello, Oliver. They do. Right, that's just it. That was, uh, yeah, I didn't want to go into it, but sure. So the, the we are introduced to Sandra Bullock's character, which I'm, Sandra Bullock is adorable in this film, by the way. Right? Yo, um, 
with what eyebrows? Yeah. <laughs> she's still adorable. You mean the chola eyebrows? Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Chola she's okay. like... <laughs> constantly, like, surprised and about everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I meant, like, her character. Like, her everything she's doing. Like, it, it's... It's so innocently adorable to See, me. See, I had a hard time with this movie because of her character to where it's like, robotic voice about everything being overly articulate but being a positive tone. To where it was like... Uh, that was way more sass than she gave. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's my own nature, sorry. No, one of the biggest problems with her character we'll talk about later is just like single-handedly being the smartest person but also being like the dumbest person like she was knows everything but then like when it's convenient doesn't know shit. oh like she doesn't like she knows what sex is but also is like what are you doing what's what's, uh, what's happening it's like yeah, 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 yeah. he's about to rape well, you that's what's like happening yeah. <laughs> the 100 percent like fact in both of uh, or in all of this is that she's obsessed with violence but doesn't know what like a murder kill death, death murder, murder death, 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 death kill, kill yeah. which mm-hmm. is yeah, like, like you would have to ask death like, would be the final part of it. Well, like that's my question. Murder, death, kill? Do you like, die, then kill? Or do no, you die and then th- get that killed? That was the, subtle, the, the subtleness about it, because it seems like, in this possible future, euthanasia is accepted, because he's like, there has not been an unsanctioned death since a certain yeah. amount of time. So it, it sounds like everybody is allowed if they want to end their lives, they can, legally. Well, and that's that's my biggest concerns. That's my biggest questions here. When it comes to this cocteau universe that's been created, is like, is this only within the whole Metroplex, or is this the whole? Has he done this to the whole world? Because uh, he only seems like a mayor. Really, are you are you going like a full like uh, Mega City One Judge Dredd thing? Like the rest of the United States is a wasteland. And I don't like know because cities? we never see outside of the Santa Barbara, Los Angeles, San Diego Metroplex. Which Jesus Christ, if LA wasn't already big enough. <laughs> well, maybe after the earthquake, those are the only freeways that survive. And so everybody was like, I'm not well, doing like, it. There was like, so they show the map <laughs> and there's like a massive lake in the middle to where I was just like, you just took the map of um, San Francisco and mm-hmm. brought it down. <laughs> like, that's all it looked like. It just looked like the San Francisco Harbor. Or like, maybe oh, maybe okay. after the quake, the rest of the country <laughs> fell <It> off. Also, <laughs> whoa! <laughs> So what, you have a whole escape from L.A. scenario? Yeah. <laughs> but in reverse. <laughs> in reverse. <laughs> uh, to the LA. rest of the country is a prison, which, I don't know, that's what it feels like already. <laughs> uh, just a hellscape. So uh, what, what, what I'm just confused about is that they're like, oh, we don't know what a murder-death kill is. We don't know what Code 187 is. But like, she's obsessed with violence. Right. How does she not know this? Where she's like... Uh, Siri, can you tell me about this? And Siri's like, okay, it's murder, death, kill. And she's like, what? Yeah, they're all so she's shocked. She's literally got a lethal weapon poster on her, like, office wall. Well, she it's not that she doesn't know what a, like, she just doesn't know what the code is. She knows what murder is. Even when it says, like, the code, she's like, oh, my God. How she pass the police academy then? Well, that's what I'm saying. What is this training? <laughs> like, they're not trained to handle anything. They're not trained. What are they trained to do, and why do they even exist if this is a sterile world that nothing happens? I mean, what are they doing every the day? The hot chip brings it up. What? That was oh. just a joke about the hot chip. Oh, God, you're bringing my favorite You're character bringing in. Rob Schneider into yeah. it? Rob Fuck Schneider. Rob Schneider. He's Jesus like, Christ. Oh, God. <laughs> Well, I know, but but that's what I'm I'm trying to dig down into. Like, we know the obvious of like, yes, they're not trained to do this, but why? 
And how is this a possibility in, in this world? Is this, a, is this a situation in which the rest of the country doesn't murder either? No, because he, he, I mean, it's later on in the film, but he mentions that, like, his whole plan is to, like, show how the society works and then he can take over the rest. That's, he says it later with on. With his bushy-ass eyebrows? No, thank you. <laughs> you have a problem with eyebrows in this film. I really okay, do. So this is they're a, all bad. So you're saying that the, the San Angeles Metroplex is a secluded environment? Yeah, it's like a uh, prototype city So of how tomorrow. the fuck do they not know about the rest of murder, death, killing everything? That's what I'm talking about. They're like isolated. Like Vegas still has to exist. Well, it's like it's, it's gotta like, be uh, death there. Yeah. Dennis Leary playing Dennis Leary in this movie. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Everybody's just himself. allowed to write their own lines he, in this movie. He said it himself. <laughs> He's all like, "I'm the enemy because I like to read." How's it going over there, guys? You having your own conversation? Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he said it himself. Having says a second himself. podcast over yeah, here. He says it himself. You know, he's like. A podcast within a podcast. Oh yeah. <laughs> so wh- wh- I'm just I'm just confused as to like um, uh, why people are still talking. Uh, that's <laughs> so um, basically. Dennis Leary, you're saying is is basically playing himself, right? Yeah, he just walked on stage. Yeah, he didn't shower for three days, and they're <laughs> like, go. And he's he's ba- he, he, he's just doing lines from his own stand-up bit. Right? He's doing the same thing. Being like, I want to talk the way I want to talk. I want to fuck the way I want to fuck. I want to live the way I want to live. Smoke a cigarette. Right? And he's doing the same thing that he's always done. Right? He's done the same thing he's doing here as Rescue Me, as um, The Ref, one of my favorite Christmas movies. And, um, and I feel like him, and we'll get into it, how Wesley Snipes is just throwing out meta one-liners the whole movie and and everything down to like president schwarzenegger <laughs> is a giant meta reference i feel like everybody was just allowed to throw in whatever jokes and whatever lines they wanted to as long as we got through the plot along the way right so moving on with the plot wesley snipes has been released from cryo prison in order to uh do his parole right yeah and Obviously, it's a it's a plot from Cocteau to release the exact person he wants to, and he's going to be able to re- be released. But my question is: so every single person is coded, right? Now, yeah. so why aren't prisoners immediately coded before they're even given parole? So they even say this in the movie that he was frozen before they coded them, right. and then before he was released, they like didn't have the wherewithal to code them, and then so after Sto- Sylvester Stallone was released, they were like, code him immediately because, whoa, we just lost one. Right, and that's what I mean, is like, why wasn't this just a process that anytime somebody comes out because for parole... they're super stupid. Yeah, I... <laughs> Come on, man. They're the like pass, the dumb. Pass, the Nothing to get, bad to happens out. in L.A. The password to get out was teddy bear. How, threat- <laughs> how, how threatening are these like people? That Come on, says man. how dumb they were. What, what were the rejected passwords? <laughs> I want to know. Like, password. Not nah, too weak. Poopy. <laughs> Autumn Butterfly. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Autumn Butterfly. That would have been a good one. Um, so also, like you said, uh, Huxley is obsessed with the 20th century. Right, and even um, her partner says, "Hey, you're breaking ordinance like 22 or something, right?" 
and why are they allowing her to get away with it if she's a police officer and has an entire office that is breaking some sort uh, of code? Have you seen police officers get away with things before? <laughs> I, I, I also just Kinda think that this common. I also think that this society is just so passive aggressive as well that <laughs> you don't want to even tell her, hey, you're kind of breaking the law. Like, right. Eh, we don't want to uh, deal with it. You right. know, just keep doing what you're doing. So um, he breaks out. He breaks out of prison. Oh, I know that situation. <laughs> Sorry, breakout situation. Right. Just me and my bad skin. And and from there, he begins to go on a murderous rampage, kills three people in the pr- four people in the prison, and then goes to this, like, don't kill yourself booth? It, it reminded me so much of the suicide booth from Futurama. Futurama. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I just don't feel appreciated, really. I was like, you're not. You're <laughs> a happy, you, happy person. You are bringing happy, joy, joy feelings to everyone around you. Also, joy, joy, happy, okay, happy, joy, joy. speaking of joy, joy feelings, what is with, like, the overtly long workaround, to, like, words that we already knew existed and, like, were a faster way of saying things? Like, uh, enhance your calm, or protect, serve, or you know, I have the utmost trust, confidence in you. What the hell is this world? What what is this world in which we have backtracked and like instead of like, hey, calm down, it's like uh, enhance your calm. What is this? It's like a suggestion. It's much <laughs> less aggressive. It's, it's that's straight what it is. It's like. Yeah. Please enhance your calm. Yeah, so it's like, it's hey, less chill it's out. It's hey, less commanding. Take a step back and like look at what's going on right now. I I think the one that uh, got me the most was like she goes, "No need to give me a de hurtful retraction," and I was like, uh, "What?" <laughs> like even I had to rework the word and be like, "What did she just say?" It was someone like politely rejecting you. Yeah. You should have understood that. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> my god, <laughs> my whole goddamn life. Shots. Um, super like. <laughs> so also, <laughs> also, why are he's working on this computer at this booth? Why are all the computers look like just things that Steve Jobs was working on after he was let go from Apple? <laughs> <laughs> Even then, like, also, like, the sad thing is, in the future, everything takes so long. Where they were like, things will just go at the same speed that we have now. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like his so, like, hacking. Can you give me some information, Siri? He's at the corner of Wabash and Washington. <laughs> and it's like, oh, so they can change the name of like eight places into one place, but they can't change the, like the street names. They're still yeah. running on dial-up <laughs> in the future. So, so Wesley Snipes get in, gets into a fight with a bunch of completely like just they they're horrible cops like they have no idea how to do they're they're running they're running like the first ipad on how to like kind of similar serve. to okay i'm going to i'm going to mention two. it now i know that fight but i'm going to mention it what's up with his theme music oh the <laughs> dj <laughs> scratching <laughs> while yeah, you wha- fight what's up it's just, it's just like yeah who who's who's scratching there who's like you know djing it was a um, going to walk around the whole movie i was sitting next to someone and they said uh what is this breakdance music? <laughs> <You're> like <laughs> he should have just spun on his head and kicked eight cops but at once. <laughs> but you you, you you bring up that fight scene and it has one of my like favorite moments from this movie is the uh, the cop who literally has the motivation of yeah 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 go ahead and just like make it very obvious you're backing up to this wall right here and you know, <laughs> stand against this spiked wall 
<laughs> that's cool. Which Good. we've already established is a wall that has poles that come out and like take care of graffiti. Which, going back to that, why the hell would you waste like paint, time, effort, and everything to spray onto an anti-graffiti wall knowing it'll immediately get taken off? Um, to set up a death 20 minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's all a plot device, man. They couldn't, they couldn't do that fighting without that. Come on. Some dude just came off a cocaine binge, like just kicked the door and was like, hey, okay, there's a wall and it has spikes, all right? And they're like, <laughs> but they are electrified. How do like we explain that? Some Somebody does gra- graffiti on the wall, <laughs> and it gets it <laughs> off the wall. He was explaining it on his come down. Yeah. He was like, uh... Which I didn't think I'd get this far. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> didn't realize I'd be in the office right now. Uh, uh. So this fight happens, and uh, Huxley basically asks for more... Uh, uh, <laughs> dialogue. Uh, dialogue? Sorry. Not what? dialogue. <laughs> he asked for more dialogue, <laughs> but the movie didn't give it to him. No, exposition. She asked for more exposition. Oh, yeah, yeah. And right? then another exposition man yeah. steps in. <laughs> and what I find is interesting about this one is that, like, he says that he took a 12-state manhunt, but yet he just had a hangout over in South Central. He was just there and declared, like, don't come into my area. Why did it take a 12-state manhunt? When know, we like knew where he was. Maybe he had, like, doppelgangers. Like, boom, over here. I dyed my hair kind of yellow. Yeah, I mean, he had a doppelganger <laughs> playing for the Bulls. So it was really tough was to, like, yellow. figure out who he was. <laughs> I'd really. like to shout out to Unsolved Mysteries, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Unsolved Mysteries episode. Uh, all right, uh, It's old not guy. a no, mystery. We is. know who it is and where he, he is. He says it himself. I'm Simon Phoenix. Here's my address. Please don't come. I rule South Central now. Yeah. That's basically yeah. what he declares in the beginning of the film. Yep. Did not take, like, did he start out small, like, in the first 12 states and just, just work his way up to being, like, king of South Central now? Like, start okay. out in Rhode Island. So Easy. They release John Spartan in order to combat this problem. And this is where I realized that this is where Austin Powers got it from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is, I was watching it and I was like, <gasps> I love it even more, Austin Powers. This is an amazing film. Well, even even to the point where they didn't show it, but they reference it being like, oh, he must have been all thawed out because he's been in Yay! the bathroom for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Evacuation, come. Evacuation, come. Come. Evacuation, come. Come. <laughs> Are we doing this whole thing? Yeah, <laughs> I will. <laughs> uh, he, so, yeah, he goes to the bathroom, right? And this is, you know, the setup for the, oh, he doesn't know three seashells. <laughs> I'm Rob Schneider. Which pisses jokes. me off that they don't explain the goddamn three seashells. But I'm supposed to, like, I know. scoop the here's poop here's and the then rinse? I, I don't know. There's probably somebody out there who figured out the dynamics of it. I don't want to see okay, that d- diagram. Does, it, but does, it probably does anybody know? I think it's like... Is it like a bidet? It's like three buttons? Hold hold on. I'm going to ask all of you. Uh Go. What do you think? I think it's like one to scoop the poop, a second one to like super scoop, and then like a third one to like scoop the poop off the other poop scoopers. Okay. What do yeah, you I was gonna go with that with with Jared. It's like okay, so it's just a scooper tool. pooper situation. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like a cold uh, stone TV. sort of thing where you like <laughs> you're kind of like scraping it all off, <laughs> cold smash, stone, smashing it together <laughs> on the marble slabs. Like, you know, what mixing do you want? And then you're like, you want to gotta have it size? Yeah. <laughs> then you gotta kind of chuck it into the toilet. Oh, uh, you don't need peanuts. It's already there. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got? 
I, I literally think it was like a bidet system because they look inset later on when they show them, so it looked like yes. buttons. So it's like one to spray your butt. That's what I always thought as a kid. And also, are they chrome plated? Yes. Oh, That's uncomfortable. Yeah. That's just cool. so. Haven't you seen SpongeBob? The future's chrome. So, <laughs> I have an official explanation that came from the director. You know. Mm-hmm. Do we get that slide? No. Oh my hey! God. So, step one: take two of the seashells and place them between your fingers to be used like chopsticks. Like a, like, oh, that's delicious right there. Using the two seashells, gently pull on feces to remove them from your posterior until bowels have been completely emptied. So pick Just it, push. pick the shit out of your rectum. They can't push. Using the third seashell, scrape away any fecal remnants from your posterior. Okay, we're right. And then deposit all the three seashells in the toilet and flush. We're oh. flushing metal seashells wait, 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 wait. down the toilet. Is this is this toilet like a like a garbage disposal now? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> just grind up everything. <laughs> what are we doing here? I don't see. This is that whole like workaround of being like, why are you making things harder in the future? Does their butthole not push in the future? I I think so. Well, also, well I mean, you're not allowed meat, remember? So like, oh, you're probably getting real backed up in there. <laughs> no, if you're not allowed meat, you should be like. It's like soft serving that, yeah. <laughs> that, uh, that shell. You don't need to pull Gotta have anything it. out. Like, I mean, what's the firmest consistency you have to have to I be able to pull that out like that? <laughs> I've He's never had hard to forcibly that diagram. pull poop out of my butt. <laughs> well, that's Stallone's butt. Also, I love how angry <laughs> that butt is. That butt's like... <laughs> but but here's, here's my main complaint with the three C-cells scene, right? He walks yeah. out of there and he's like, Hey, you don't have toilet paper, right? Yeah. <laughs> Did he walk out there with a <laughs> shitty ass? <laughs> Did he walk in that room full of people with just poop all over his butt? It was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I shit my pants. Yeah. <laughs> he hasn't I, uh, shit in 30 years. I don't know how like, to tell oh, you this, whatever. but it's not me. It's Rob Schneider. <laughs> <laughs> and then also, okay, with the cussing, the only thing I'm going to address to it is everyone gets uh, fined just like one whatever for cussing. But then at the start, Sandra Bullock is like, ass. And it's like, 0.5. Yeah, half credit. Half credit for ass. Yeah, yeah. But it escalates. The more you say it, they show that with Simon Phoenix. The more you say it, then eventually the police come. So is it like... (laughs) Well, (laughs) by the second one. So if you're on like a rant, like you're done. Ah, fuck shit. By the time he gets to the bathroom, all the cops in the station like kick (laughs) the door open. He's just like wiping with the thing. No, they don't know how to kick. (laughs) (laughs) They can't kick. Also, before we move on from this, so... Is it just a stack of seashells that like replenish as you take one off? Yeah, and so why is there three? So it's like, so so let me understand. (laughs) Two to pull, one to wipe. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait, You can just keep pulling. Explain it, Tyler. Look at the slide. You've already soiled two, (laughs) so you need a clean one. It's like a clean sheet. If saying if they more keep coming three, out. So, like, it's like I have company over. Hey, did you put the three shells yeah. out? Yeah. So I but, only have two. But anybody no, who... They can't take a shit. Oh they only shit. have two. It, right. Anybody who knows that, you know, if it's a difficult time in there, knows you need more than three seashells but even. So, like, what do you do, like, for women? Oh, like, Jesus. wiping well, the that's, front. Well, that's clean. They don't. Shells. They just air dry. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, all right. 
<laughs> I peed, and I still have to take more time than a and, poop. And, and, and on <laughs> the topic, again, of coming out of the bathroom with a poopy butt, listen, I've been in the bathroom where there's no toilet paper, and it is panic-inducing. And he came out so calm, cool, and collected. I've sat there for like five minutes, like, what am I going to do? In full uniform. Like, do <laughs> I, I mean, get up, and do I go, like, do I pull everything up? Do I go to the paper towel dispenser? Yeah, it, and then uh, it go happened back to me. in. What if someone else is in here and, like, sees me walking in the, with in paper In the towels? middle of Disneyland. No toilet paper. <laughs> and it was full of people in that bathroom. And I was like, oh God, I can't go get a paper towel. Nope. Like, go back in this bathroom. Everyone's going to know. Unhappiest place on earth. It was awful. Yeah. Never even wiped. The nightmare left. after all. <laughs> so, 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 I mean, so it's like, are there like ritual clam bakes? Where they just like oh. ex- exterminated all the clams in the world they can make or pearls? something? You I don't think. Saying? No, I think they're metal. I think the seashells are like then manufactured metal. Then how the hell do you flush them down the toilet, though? Uh, well, that's yes. what I'm saying. No, I think they're like actual seashells because they have an abundance of them, and now they can just like biodegrade. Yeah, know. that's what I'm saying. I can see the the the, the, the they're green. Part of nature, I can see the like green factor in it. That's why they want to go for it because it's biodegradable. But I mean, they those things are extinct now, well, man. You know what? Let's all be real. It's a gimmick. It's a movie gimmick. You're right. Ah, poop. That, I mean, you're not wrong, but I mean, just the fact that somebody on the writing staff and the director and everybody was like, Haha, yeah, they right? should be murdered. <laughs> <laughs> this will be funny, <laughs> right? It, it's like they thought it was funny, but yet didn't think it past being like, hey, would this be funny? And he goes, yeah. Wouldn't it be funny if we made this really weird importance of being earnest joke in our movie? Just like this like joke that doesn't have an answer at the end. It's just like, oh, what about the three seashells? And it's like... No, he does say, like, hey, you gotta tell me about those three three shells or something like that. I'm like, Again, okay. that was shitty... That was the line, line for line. That was yeah. good. Uh, <laughs> shitty butt the whole I movie. That's my main complaint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he still doesn't know how to use it by the end of the movie. That means he was walking around with a shitty asshole the whole movie! That's how they kept finding him. I mean, oh. with or without the seashells, he was probably Both just of them. a shitty yeah. asshole throughout the whole movie. So, moving on, um, uh, Simon Phoenix goes to the Hall of uh, Violence uh, at the museum. He gets, he gets a bunch of ammunition, a bunch of... Which I what? really hope my museum stocks all my guns with ammunition. <laughs> you really glanced over the, the... As if Simon Phoenix wasn't bad enough as being a murderer, he's also just a racist for some reason to those oh, children oh, walking yeah. by where, him. Where he just, like... What? They pass no, by and he goes, say it. Mm. Tick-tock, gong, 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 gong. <laughs> like, what is that? Which, thank you, audience, for going, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad no one in the audience, like, cheered and everyone was standing up, like, yeah, that's good. <laughs> well, because we're used to it in this world now. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> bing, bong, bing, bing, bong. <laughs> <laughs> that was a president reference. He's not just being <laughs> racist. <laughs> um, and... He and I love the giant glass floor that's like, it's a perfect encapsulation of the old L.A., where it's like, that's not going to come up in a few seconds. Right. <laughs> and so John Spartan, it like, immediately just figures it out, which, I mean, I guess it doesn't take a lot of detective work to figure out where he can get a well gun. No, this whole movie doesn't take a lot of detective work. And, like, I get, like, it's the trope of it all, where it's like, oh, how did you figure that out? Ooh, great job. But it's like... 
just think with your brain and not with your like mm, yeah but the, the whole thing is that they're always treating john spartan like some sort of savage you know like he's a neanderthal but they he's actually the most frustrated character in the entire movie because yeah. he's like i'm using police work this is my job this is yeah. use your brain yeah i i just i don't understand how everyone in this world it's supposed to be polite and and, and why is everybody so willing to just downright insult the man who is supposed to be his their savior, right? So yeah. Savage, Neanderthal, yeah. caveman. Yeah. Like Well, so okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. We need to call cave people caveman more. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, we hear you, Tori. <laughs> <laughs> and so they they get into a fight. It's it, it it it's 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 another John Spartan versus Simon Phoenix. What a letdown of like a super electromagnetic gun or whatever it was. Where yeah, it like it does things and takes eight minutes to charge, and then it's like, pew. Yeah. Like also, the it's aim like a sad grenade launcher, a grenade launcher with ED. <laughs> like God, come on, like guys! You I guys blew you up a fire hydrant. You guys are like are forgetting the cardinal '90s action rules. None of the debris can hit you. Glass doesn't cut you. A fall of more than three feet, you oh, just get up. Speaking of glass, when and he gets electrocuted. Car. How much? How, how, here's another thing that I started noticing in that movie. How much glass got broken in this movie? It was like every other couple minutes, somebody had to fly through a window, mm -hmm. shatter a display, mm -hmm. go through a ceiling, mm -hmm. go through a glass floor, it's or go drama. through a car window. Okay. Oh, in the car going yeah. through the, yeah, the yeah, glass, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, L, L, where know. it was panes and not like what is that purling glass? Yeah. What is it called? Mm. I don't know. Safety glass. Yeah. Safety glass. Yeah, 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 yeah. safety glass. Yeah, yeah, Where yeah, it was yeah. just like clearly like, like plate sugar glass. glass. Yeah, it yeah. was scary. Yeah. When he jumps through it, every time he, I saw that scene, I was like, because it's just like these big chunks of glass <laughs> when he falls through that car window. Yeah. Chunky. So um, at this point, they he gets away. He tries to fire on Cocteau, who has showed up to the museum, and he can't, right? Like we're talking about Wesley Snipes here. And he can't. I, he he pulls the trigger at him, and yet he just misses. Yeah. yeah that's but when then when he tries to pull again, he can't even pull. So I'm like, did he not see who he was firing at, but yet somehow still missed? No, he's got ED. Now that's when Cocteau goes full like Emperor Palpatine. He's yeah, he Jedi mind tricked him. <laughs> Wait, looks he's dressed like a Jedi the whole movie. Le okay, yeah, let's talk they about are. that. This movie does that thing that. For some reason, movies do in future settings where when it's supposed to be a polite society, it's like super racist, but everything is like Japanese. Well, that's the thing. Also, if you notice, did you notice every single background character was like Asian descent? Yeah. It's but that there were no actual main characters of it's Asian descent. It's that weird descent. future thing that like, oh, a like, lot of movies oh, do. Racism, great. Oh, you mean like the, the secretary assistant in the back of Cocktail that got not yeah, one line? The, like, yeah, she's just standing there. waitress in uh, Taco Bell that was just like, mm, they're making jokes. Like, or all the flamenco dancer, busboys, valets, and waiters. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> this is an extremely racist movie that everyone's just like, Sylvester Stallone. This <laughs> Uh, so he does indeed get invited to Taco Bell from saving uh, or pretending. Cocteau pretends he was saved. Yeah. So, yeah. I streamed this movie. I didn't get like the version sent to me, <laughs> and uh, they replaced every single word of Taco Bell with Pizza Hut. 
that means you got an international version of it. Because if you didn't know, uh, Taco Bell is not well known outside of the United States at all. And Pizza Hut is. So this movie, everything about Taco Bell in the international release was changed to Pizza Hut. Mm-hmm. So as to not confuse people. But everything, the food wasn't. <laughs> everything but the logos on the glass doors. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. wa- when you told me that, I went and watched a scene. You can see this scene on YouTube, by the way, of just like the overdubbing. It's really sloppy, too. It was, it was bad. It was like, and he invited us to Pizza Hut. <laughs> and he, like. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. they still eat those when he, weird when he's chips. Like, he's like, you invited <laughs> me to Pizza Hut. I mean, Lord knows I wouldn't mind a Pizza. <laughs> that's, what, that's what he says. God, I want a calzone right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and, and then as they drive up, you see that little circle of the sign where it should be Taco Bell, and it's, it's just a white pizza hut that was overlaid over it. But then once the valets let them out, the doors open up, and the glass doors on the building still say Taco Bell on them. Uh, it was like, well, you could have just cut that scene. We didn't need the valet, I guess. And all the flamenco dancers in a Pizza Hut? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ba-da-da-da, Taco Bell, not Pizza Hut. <laughs> so, Dennis Leary's underground, uh, the scraps, yeah, interrupt yeah, yeah. their dinner. Oh, you mean the chud? The chuds? <laughs> the, uh, the, the, the Universal Studios Waterworld show rejects yeah. all show up. I just, th- look, I just thought it was a set of Mario Brothers again that they just, <laughs> refur- they just <laughs> yeah. refurbished. I thought Dennis Leary, Dennis Hopper was going to come around the corner. Bob Hoskins like, oh, shit. <laughs> Where's my pizza? <laughs> and he, uh, he gets into a fight with these people, and then one of them drops, like, Taco Bell that's on delivery, which like just looks like Flintstone vitamins. I know. It's like the multivitamin. <laughs> I mean, that looked like, like corn on roids, man. That was, a, <laughs> that was just like, I don't know what that was on, but it was like, why would I want, like, a whole, like, container full of just kernels? Right. Do you, do you pop them? And maybe, like maybe they're um, so, you know, you put them in water, and you know, it's like a dehydrated. Oh, dehydrated. Maybe Full dehydrated water. tacos. Oh, you know, like the little uh, pizza from Back to the Future too. You know, rehydrate level four. Remember? I never made it that point. Yeah, I know. It's fine. <laughs> uh, moving on. So at this point. Sandra Bullock is like, mm, and you knocked him out, and you killed him, and uh, and he was like, oh, she's like horny. Yes, but she doesn't know that word. (laughs) (laughs) She saw him kick that guy's ass and was like, she's like, (laughs) you actually, if you listen, if you listen closely, it's a weird, it's a weird cue, like in the scene. If you do listen closely, but you can actually hear wet panties just hit the ground in the scene (laughs) as soon as she's talking about seeing all that violence. (laughs) <laughs> he liked it. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 this is this is the point it's where like, well, I well, don't understand this line. Here's the thing though. In what? that dinner scene, like everybody's wearing like kimonos and stuff like that. But like Sandra uh, Sandra Bullock shows up in like in this like like stone dress. You ever seen those those stone bath mats that people put in their house to like massage your feet? Like she just looked like a kitchen backsplash. Yeah, just looked uncomfortable. Yeah. And this is where uh, he's like, you know, people are trying to fight for food, right? And he says this line where it's like, this doesn't make any sense. Where he goes, you know, this isn't the Wild West. The Wild West wasn't even the Wild West. And well, I'm like, like what it, does that mean? It's I mean, called it the was. Wild West because it was that. I felt like he was Stone. having an introspective moment yeah. that Which I was is like, oh, oh, oh. I mean, it wasn't that wild. Which is, I mean, 1996 weird. was fucking crazy. This is not nothing. Yeah, because he says, oh, you know, this is, uh, these people are just trying to get food. That's not who I am. 
you arrested a thousand people in three years and none of them were doing something just to like help their family? Wait, okay, we do need to go back to that. That's my favorite thing in the entire movie is that clip of him saving that little girl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, lady. <laughs> Which you was going to be my intro, right? but we just glossed over oh, that. Yeah, he's he's uh, gone full mullet in that one, right? Yeah. yeah he's got a full mullet in that one. <laughs> I love Fuck that. You, like lady. you just you just demolished a six million dollar uh, building in order to save a girl whose ransom was only fifty thousand dollars. How do you feel? Fuck you, lady. That was oh, the girl's best like, thing in the whole died. movie. You know that girl went back to her second grade classroom and was like, "Yeah, I was in a movie and I said fuck you." <laughs> 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 and um, I want to meet her. Where is she today? now? Yeah. Let's look up the IMDb page of that girl right now. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, the fuck you, lady. <laughs> she's not actually here. I'm sorry. Just kidding. She is. She's in the front row. <laughs> oh, my God. In memoriam at the Oscars. Yeah. The fuck you, oh girl. Oh, you just killed her off of real life. How do you do that? How do you live with yourself? I <laughs> I was going to look it up. I was like, how do I even look for this? The <laughs> fuck you, girl? I don't know, but like, let's go on here. Oh, so we, we they they invite her. Th she invites him back to her room. Oh, yeah. And this is a good scene too. This is funny. The virtual reality sex. Yeah. Um, but do you think those are actually Sandra B's boobs? No, it's it's a no. Those are Sandra standings. boobies. I don't. No, think those so are standings. No. Mm -hmm. I mean, well, she was still. My phone. This is her. This is like for in my memory, like her her biggest. Motion picture to date because this is before Speed, so she's still like trying to come in because even I watched a clip with Letterman interviewing uh, Sly for this film, right? And Letterman didn't even know like who she was. He's like, "Who's the girl? Sandy? Sandy something?" And he's like, "Yeah, it's Sandra Bullock." And he's like, "I don't, I don't. Okay, roll the so clip." Did you just call <laughs> Sylvester Stallone Sly? I did. That's what he's always called. Yeah. What the hell? Where have I been? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Not watching I his movies. I seen his peen before seeing this, and <laughs> yeah. I didn't know he's called Sly. Uh, my my favorite no, scene though. No, Sly about the dick. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Right, of, right as they're about to have sex, I really like that she like she's like here, and she like puts this towel oh, on yeah, his crotch. It's his courtesy <laughs> towel. You're gonna need to clean up. <laughs> but yeah, she hands him a towel. She also, puts on her robe. Clean up the mess. No, but besides <laughs> that, did you she's notice? Like, You're gonna cream. <laughs> Also, it's like, did they were they sitting in kind of like a like a tub, just no, in case of a drain? It's a, it's an, it's it's a sunken floor. Inset, yeah, it's an inset resting area. It's very futuristic for yeah. that. I feel like it was more like a bathtub. Which he like just steps when, into you know? later and shatters. And also, I know that there's no like crime anymore, but like, are those pagoda doors safe? No, they don't seem secure or safe at all, really. So they have virtual reality sex. Yeah. Epilepsy warning, by the yeah. way. Oh, you mean like the <laughs> shit. Sandra, Sandra Bullock's rave sex? She's just <laughs> like, she's having That's a good terrible. time. She's and, and he's like, <laughs> if you ever wanted to know what Sylvester Stallone's <laughs> vinegar strokes look like, there you go. You saw it right there on the screen. And um, it's like a first time you've ever gotten a massage, like where you're like, uh, uh, uh. You like it, but you also don't know how to feel about it, so you just grunt a confusion. <laughs> and, you're, and you're fully clothed because you're like yeah. you don't want to get naked you're around scared. that like, massage person. <laughs> massage envy tells you like only undress like the amount that we want to touch you, so you just don't. <laughs> what what I find is interesting. Keep my is coat on. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you're like mm, it's my parka. 
what I find is interesting is, yes, he rips it off because he's like just kind of just overwhelmed by it, right? But once the explanation has been given of like this is what it is and stuff like that, you know any normal man would just be like, all right, let's put get it back on. <laughs> let's keep going. Well, right? this is also the scene where I was like, oh, they erased gays in the future. Like, if you, everyone else in the audience is like, what are gay people? Like, no, 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 they got they got but Otho continue. there. No, it's very much it's like they got Otho. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do have Otho. Oh, Otho and his. Which uh, even like the person in front of me was like, "Oh, hey, Otho," and I was like, "See, we only know him seriously. as Otho." He's calls himself like, associate. He's also Bob. the mayor in Nightmare Before <laughs> he's Christmas. He's like he calls himself associate oh, he is Bob. I can't he do this on my own. He has that terrible fade. I don't know who cut his hair. It's like a uh, rectangle over his ear. Everybody has a terrible. It was fade. actually it's a like mistake on like the hair department's part. But they were like, uh, "Go with it, future." It's the future. Uh. Yeah. Someone sneezed while like holding the like the level like one clippers to his head. They're like, <laughs> "Oh," <laughs> and then he's carrying around that waffle iron as a suitcase. Yeah. Is he making waffles? <laughs> Chicken and waffles? No, but it's just like it's so straight centric to where it was like <laughs> we only procreate if we need to like make babies, and even then we just like go through this and like yeah, she, she, she mentions we this. genetically like, you have have make sure that they're okay or and stuff like that, and it's you know that all they're but yeah. this is it's all right. straight people in the future. This even is another this is Cocteau's there. world, baby. That thing that yeah, she it mentions is a Cocteau world about like oh yeah, we're not allowed to like procreate unless like, like they say it. It's like hello. this is another they can't even moment touch. in this movie that makes me go, this movie wants to be a Paul Verhoeven movie so bad. Also, it wants to be RoboCop and Starship Troopers all at the same time so fucking bad that but it's just like... You can tell... Ugh. You can tell this movie was made by white people because they were like, things that are bad. And they like list off things that are like normally bad. And then they're like, and spicy, spicy food. To <laughs> where I was like, oh, oh, it's all white people. They're like, jalapenos? <laughs> no. I agree. We can't eat those. <laughs> Pico de gallo? <laughs> mm, that's risky. Mayonnaise is the only condiment we yeah. allowed. <laughs> So she kicks him out because he tries to forcibly force himself on her. Yeah, real death stalker moment. There, <laughs> yeah. our hero becomes like a <laughs> he's like, I'm trying to kiss nice you. Nice drop, death stalker. <laughs> um, he's he's using his old Rocky moves on Adrian. Yeah, <laughs> basically that's what that was. <laughs> Yo, Adrian. And he goes into his own room. And why is everybody in the future watching television like? Like, movies are only filmed on an iPhone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you click a video on Facebook and you expect it to be good and it's filmed in, like, portrait mode, and you're like, fuck, I'm not going to watch this now. Right. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. Like Every yes. Everything is filmed portrait mode. like, And it might be the same video, but, but blurred on both sides. In yeah. the yeah. future, when you're not supposed to have, like, any shame showing, and she's just like, hey, calm with my boobs out. Oh, wrong number. Like, I was like, who's Martin? What kind and of movie uh, is this? Why does Martin get topless phone calls? Yeah, yeah. I'm just like yeah. If nobody's if nobody's having sex, why are her boobs? We still have visual sex, maybe. So she wanted to tease him for later I when guess. she puts Even the helmet on. Like but that's that's sex. She's <laughs> trying to call her like her like GDF, water wings. Her it's, called a, it's called a fiber op. It's like oh, let me fiber op you. Yeah, <laughs> FaceTime is fiber op. But that was another scene that like well, he's trying to do something with his fibers. Maybe <laughs> made me like think <laughs> again that. about like. The movie, the movie making process of this movie, and is again like a guy on a coke binge just kicked the door and was like, "Oh shit, that's right, this movie's rated R. We could put boobs in it." And was just like, "Do it." There you go. 
What does she FaceTime with her tits out? <laughs> <laughs> is that, were we into that? Steve Jobs saw this movie and was like, hmm. <laughs> it's a future. Looking like Jonathan right now. Guys, like, the, yeah, other night, the other night, the other night, I got one of those video cams and I was AOL chatting. It was boobs. <laughs> Can we put that in a movie? <laughs> Genius. <laughs> yeah. No, you're not right. It, it's just out of nowhere. And even he's taking it like, huh, huh. But also, it's one of those things that like just doesn't come back, and we don't have to care about it ever. Yeah. Goodbye. Next scene. Yeah. I mean, so after this, Stallone figures it out. He confronts Cocteau in a weird line. Like He keeps doing lines that you think are going to be like memorable or something, and they just fall flat. You know. So this one's like, he's like, be well. And he's like, be fucked. And you're like, <laughs> that's not going to catch on. <laughs> like, that's, I'm not going to remember that. It's not the yippee of demolition, love, man. I love, like, the future where he's in charge where it's like, oh, be fucked. See you later. <laughs> like, that's their goodbye. It's like, oh, okay. Pretty and, aggressive. And notice that he shot out all those screens, and then they're repaired the next time that they go yeah, back to yeah. his office. Yeah, really yeah, weird. Yeah. At the end. Hey, technology in the future, man. But it's I really crazy. like how he's he's. It's revealed that he's like FaceTiming him from like the next room over. Like apparently, real sneaky of you, dude. Apparently, <laughs> he can't discern the sound of his voice in the room from the screens. He had to have Otho kind of do the thing. And also, he's he only like, oh, he's, he's like, right there. Oh I'm gonna, no! I'm gonna point a gun at him. Yeah, and he has tunnel vision all the time, apparently, because he didn't see Sylvester Stallone just walk up on him and just and put a gun against his head. And he's like, well, oh! Well, because everybody's face is framed like this. Like, it's just your, oh, uh, your you eyeballs like, and your nose. Oh, it's like one of those old-timey, like, uh, like put a penny and watch the movie thing. You have to shove your whole face in it in order for you to, like, be I projected like the out. I people they filmed for this movie to where they were like, all right, now just look at the camera and go like, mm-hmm. yes, I agree. <laughs> oh, Interesting point, of course. Like, that's all they d- had to do for these scenes. So, I mean, the movie just keeps going on, and I mean, Ain't we're, that we're as all movies, right? <laughs> <laughs> and they go down in the sewer, they meet. Uh, no, no, okay, so that's where a big plot hole comes to me. Mm-hmm. So uh, they're it's in. pronounced pothole. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> go, no, um, no, it's. They're in downtown LA. They go down a ladder. Downtown LA. And they, and they <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say East LA, but <laughs> yes, you beat me to it. Seriously. <laughs> well, it's funny because um, uh, What's His Butt opens it up by opening up like two latches on one side, two latches on the other. But then yeah, like it's sealed. Like, open. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, okay, he took the fast route. Well, that's the weird part. They're sealing the sewers. So, like, these poor people are like kind of locked down there. Like, unless they find like their own mm, ways to get they're out. They're out there, right? Routes. Um, and so he goes down there. Wesley Snipes is down there as well. They do the the rat burger scene. Okay, that's fun. Frida Kahlo. Wh- uh, yeah, that's a weird little. Here? Yeah, that whole scene was like a mishmash of like a little bit like all of a sudden like Peruvian, Bolivian, Mexican, and like everybody in between. Just like hey, okay, let's go make rat burgers on the ground. Ca- but like, why you gotta make also her ugly? like. Also, what like does she do to you to where it's like, give her a unibrow and like make her sound terrible? Well, uh, she's you know, a human. Coco ripping off the, f- the Frida Kahlo cameo in Demolition, man. I mean, shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I say this was a pretty uh, late movie because, I mean, it, this is the only beer you could have. It looked like a straight-out brewery that you, know, you want to go to or something like that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I would love to go to a, I would love to go to a brewery. Rat burgers and beer. 
in the uh, in the Super Mario Brothers set. It would be awesome. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I just love that Sylvester Stallone's like, bro, we gotta get out of here. And next scene, he's like, well, I am hungry. <laughs> <laughs> and is this weird? Anybody else think it's really weird that the scraps are also like classic car collectors? What is? Th why is there a classic car just in the middle of nowhere? Entirely untouched. Like the paint's like, ooh, we yeah, just no got dust, touched up. Like nothing. <laughs> Not a thing. And so they use that. Just got detailed. I know, <laughs> right? And they use one collector like in the down, like underground. Like oh, I just gotta keep it nice. I want to wax on. I guess it's. And weird. upstairs is like, hello, and he's like, yeah, that's how you wax on shit. Why do they keep doing this? <laughs> and. So they use that car to go up an elevator and do a really cool chase scene, right? <laughs> I really enjoyed this well, How one. convenient is that? that the that elevator? elevator? Yeah, well, where that, that freight elevator come up in an auto okay, store? Okay, which it's, also, it's an Oldsmobile. That's a dealership, sorry. Right, so <laughs> almost as if, like, that elevator is, like, a collector of maybe from upstairs. Interesting. Yeah, right? I just think they wanted to show a car just bust through a dealership <laughs> yeah, with a yeah. bunch yeah, of people. I think they just needed to give John Spartan a car. Well, Oldsmobile needed their sponsorship, and they were like, oh, you want a sponsorship? <laughs> we gave all our money to Taco Bell, so fuck you. <laughs> 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 and so they chase him. Um, he gets away. John Spartan crashes through the SAPD and survives via the Why did <laughs> only the, the A survive? I don't know. That's because he didn't crash through it. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, like, he also didn't crash through the S. Oh, and also, so during this during this <laughs> chase scene... They're like, the A just didn't explode. Sorry. <laughs> the music goes from, like, this, like... No, so you, you got this, this is when the music changes. It gets from really like Danny Elfman. Yes! Out of nowhere. Exactly! I was like, like, it turns into, like... For the rest of the movie... Yeah, every time like, someone shows up, it's just, just like, it goofy-ass music. It starts in the, uh, the fight in the basement. It turns into, like... Like, yeah. Danny Elfman, like, weird trumpet, like, funny, goofy, but action. Like, it felt like... It's Oompa music. Well, <laughs> from when they go underground on, it, the movie turns into, like, the Batman version mm -hmm. of Tim Burton, or the Tim Burton version of Batman, like, and that's what it was trying to be after that. Works for it's me. Like Otho's in this movie. So. Well, no, it was, <laughs> yeah, right? But it was like they switched directors halfway through because they were like, eh, the first part wasn't working. Let's try a different thing. I to be know. fair, this is the director's first film and the His biggest last? film. Oh. Yeah, th because mm. after this, it was uh, s Excess Baggage. Wasn't he doing this? <laughs> what is that? Like and a the Dinotopia series. This? Oh, oh Dinotopia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we both perked up. We're like, Dinosaurs! <laughs> Dinotopia. This director was originally just doing music videos. Yeah, and then continue he doing that because he's done that. A, uh, Kanye's Power. Uh-huh. And that's that's about you it. You know, no nah, that makes sense should then. have all that power. <laughs> like <a laughs> Thank you, James Timothy. <laughs> right um, back there, I heard him laugh. So My brother. <laughs> the, the movie just kind of wraps up at this point because we know where we're going. We, it, like, the biggest set piece that we built in the entire movie, the cryo prison. Yeah. Right? So uh. Wesley Snipes wants to let everybody out uh, that is also criminals there uh, with the help of well, Otho. So also Wesley Snipes throws, like, the high and holy man into the fire, which is actually for the rest of the movie just, like, a single rod blowing out gas that's been lit. But in this point, they're like, oh, make it look like a different kind of fire. Mm -hmm. 
they throw him into it. And then I thought, like, when I was watching this for the first time, I was like, he's a robot. And <laughs> Ovo's actually in control. Yeah. Like, that's actually, like, would have made it better if they were like, ah, he burned up in his metal. But no, it's a boring movie. And they yeah. go to <laughs> For the entire movie, it was a boring movie. I said it. Really? I love this film. Right. I, I, cool. I, so this film has one admirer. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I know you <laughs> love it too. Oh, you I love this movie. here. I, I mean, just to, I mean, because I do we need to go over hand. the end here? Like he yeah. just he 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 fights him. He freezes him. He kicks his head off, just and like he asks where the three seashells are. Like I think we're good. Well, the weird, the weird, the, the thing about that fight. One thing I did want to bring up is like he smashes that freeze pellet on the ground, mm -hmm. and it is like fucking. Pew. Instant, except when it's coming for him. <laughs> yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's like boom, slow it down. he's frozen, and he's like, <laughs> and just gets out of the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Well, see, my thing with the freeze moment is he freezes it, and everything's fine, and then he, like, kicks off Wesley Snipes' head, and Wesley Snipes' head bounces, and then on the second bounce, shatters into 10,000 pieces, to where it's like, Probably should have been on the first hit. <laughs> like <laughs> that would have mm, been a super sweet shot. You ever physics. drop an ice cube? Yeah, you're finding wet puddles all over your <laughs> kitchen for the next day. Like <laughs> I, it's so terrible. Then, so hold on, but but then the conclusion of that, it's like, did he refreeze the entire cryocons, or are they like? Half-frozen dudes, like <laughs> that are semi-awake, and they're like, they're frozen like frozen kill me. The, they're like frozen from the bottom down. Do you need to put him in the microwave for I an hour? I want to die. So one <laughs> one final thing about the logic of the like the frozen cons and the rehabilitation there that didn't none. make any sense, right? Is and 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 it comes from one line in the film in which basically she says as she goes, oh, he's going to release all eighty of them all unrehabilitated, right? It's like which there means are like seven already released is what the computer says, right? Right. And but but the the point I'm making here is that like so so basically you're not rehabilitated until you're awakened like within that final moment, right? So why aren't we just freezing people immediately re rehabilitating them and then re-entering them into so so society because they're not really serving well, okay. a life sentence by being frozen. Well, this goes back to like at the start or well, midway, I guess, where like the police chief is like, ah, I froze you once, we'll freeze you again. To where, and he's like, uh, you'll never come back. To where it's like, why are you even freezing them? If you're going to freeze them for their entire life, it's not a punishment. Murder them. No, because it's like instant. Because, well, no, oh, that's yeah. the thing. It's like if you're just going to stop them for the rest of their life just to keep them in a block of ice where they can't do anything, they're better off being like, Killed and just burnt alive, and then the <laughs> dust of their lives well, thrown to the wind. Not all of them are sentenced because to no, life. it'll well, no, it'll just like it'll save space. Let's be <laughs> real. <laughs> nah, it's like you don't keep a like a zip drive file of some movie you hated, right? Because so <laughs> it made you mad. I you mean, just I delete I just, it. I just wish right. we had that kind of job security, That's like the like so that assistant warden. He started off with the assistant oh warden. Oh, I thought you meant job security to where it's like you get fired, but you get frozen alive. Nobody wants to <laughs> do <laughs> no, this. No, the, the assistant warden in the beginning is like, oh, I am the assistant warden, and then, and then he like smithers. Thirty-six yeah. years later, yeah. I'm the warden. Yeah, I'm all like, damn man, it's it like those thirty-six years. Thirty-six <laughs> years. You don't really need a warden. He's more just like the. He was like they hired in people. Right off the street before they are. So, um, Tyler, would you recommend this movie? 
Yeah. Yeah. It's fun enough. Yeah. Watch Gremlins 2 in the middle of it, then finish <laughs> it, and then you'll really like it. Would you recommend this movie? Yes. Okay. Jarrett? God, it's like, I want to say yes, but I also want to be like, stipulations. That's like, if, uh, if you want to watch a movie, but like, you don't want to like, watch a movie, watch it. It's okay, background. Okay, okay. It's background. I, it's background. I say this, this. Mm. I recommend watching this movie because you haven't been marred by the expendable crap that came afterwards. I'll set it mm -hmm. because this is like everybody's. The first expendable was okay. It was okay because just out of the curiosity of it, the novelty that all of them get together on the screen. But it well felt like it was this a lot of hunky men. So it I just think it I just liked felt it. like you know you're watching this in the back of your mind is like oh this is the expendables rehearsal, you know <laughs> it's just like <laughs> you know yeah it's the tryouts. Was was Snipes ever in Expendables? Anybody seen like yeah the yeah third they one. got him and the, he even makes. A I didn't see that they third got one. They I froze gave him up. And, they and, they, him and they, he even makes a meta joke about it. That is oh. all like where were you because they want to explain his absence from the first one. Oh, they got me for jail for what tax evasion, which was real. He he was one of the first oh, people. I thought to the joke was like I was frozen. No, no, it's for real. He like he like he evaded taxes and he ran to Africa. Oh, I know that. Yeah, and the moment he got back. They arrested him. Yeah. The IRS just got him. So um, I would definitely recommend this movie. I love this movie. Uh, that's why I picked it. I hope you all enjoyed it. Um, so <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Wait, really, really quick. You, I, I just need to say this really quick. Um, Jonathan, when I was about to watch this movie because I would never seen it before, said something to me that upon my first watch, I was so creeped out by the implications that I like oh, had such a tough up? time. Oh Jonathan God. tells me with... No doubt in his face whatsoever, he says, oh, yeah, Sandra Bullock's definitely his daughter. So then the entire movie, when they're, like, about to bone, I was just sitting there just like, oh, Oh, like, God. the movie <laughs> sets it up for, like, you're going to fuck your daughter. Yeah. You're going to fuck your daughter. I, I was hoping that she would have sex with him and then look it up. And <laughs> a very old boy situation. Like, <laughs> oh, gross. Oh. <laughs> That's gross. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? right? you are right. She's not right. She's the only one that loves the same stuff that he loves in this world. Yeah, like there's no. Th it, it's just not. It's it's ambiguous and it kind of needs to be clear. Yeah. So uh, I I still say yeah, it's definitely his daughter. <laughs> oh, it's nice. <laughs> for me, it's like eighty percent his daughter. That's What's gross. your percentage? No. None. It's you a have no. zero percent. No. 100% because it makes the movie that much better. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. that end scene. Okay. Yeah. So it's his daughter. We voted it. It's into existence. Okay. Real One. quick. Jaws ratings? Two. Jaws two? Two. Two. Yeah. Uh, Jaws two for me as okay. well. It's yeah. not a masterpiece, <laughs> but it's pretty damn good. It was close. So we, we need to wrap up the show here, uh, and we wrap it up like we always do. We had an opinion about this film, but some people thought that it was a five-star film. We asked those people to give us five. Here it goes, ladies and gentlemen. October 20, uh, 25th of 2005, written by Dan Nannan. That says the 31st. Thanks. <laughs> You couldn't oh read yeah. two numbers. I was trying to just make it seem like I didn't stumble over something. Thanks for being an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it. I'm here Because the for date didn't really matter. Thanks. Give me the review. Uh, this, titled One of the Most Underrated Films Ever. This film is phenomenal. Funny, action-packed, and in some ways has almost proved prophetic. 
Check reference to Arnie Presidential Library, a terrifyingly possibility, which is looking almost possible. Bear in mind that this movie was made well before Arnie was heavily involved in politics. Wesley Snipes is at his hottest in this movie. <laughs> and, <laughs> and as the evil Simon Phoenix and Stallone is amazing as the troubled past gunslinger Spartan. When you factor in a cute and funny Sandra Bullock and Nigel Hawthorne as a fascist dictator, it is hard to see how this movie could ever have been any better. Also, the vision of the future provided is both insightful and believable. Ending is a bit corny and, quote, Hollywood, but really, I think that such a minor flaw is balanced out by the sheer entertainment value of the rest of the film, a brilliant sci-fi much overlooked. Ten stars. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the car turning into a cannoli, that's what did it for that person at the uh, end. Oh, like a cannoli. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, next one, written by Frederick Smith in 2012, titled, This Has Got to Be One of the Funniest Action-Adventure Films Ever Released. This has got to be one of the funniest action-adventure films ever <laughs> released. Did he repeat it? Yep. <laughs> and the beauty of it all is the seriousness with which the actors play their roles. Okay. Stallone and Snipes are two 20th century macho types in an Orwellian society where everything is monitored and the police are almost superfluous. Bullock is a radical thinker, bored with her perfect society. What? Did I mispronounce? <laughs> is that what happened? What did I say? Superfluous. Okay. Superfluous. Superfluous. <laughs> they're super. They're you know fluid. What? Did did you hear all the fucking words okay. in that sentence? They don't want to okay, be. Okay, I got one wrong. They don't want to be defined. They're, they're <laughs> fluid. All right, they're super fluid. <laughs> Just floating around in the ice block. <laughs> it's been so many years that I've dealt with you. Bullock is radical thinker, bored with her perfect society, and Leary is just trying to keep people alive. The people who decided they didn't want to be a part of the perfect society. Now, it is worth remembering this film was one of the first shameless product promotion films, with Taco Bell being featured in the film as the only restaurant to survive the franchise wars. Because it promotes one product? Mm -hmm. It's like, ugh, shameless Has product promotion. Has anybody seen Wayne's World, for goodness sake? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. I mean, they do it as a joke, but like, Anyone still. seen Mac and Me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literary dance sequence at McDonald's? Um, with... Uh, it's the first prod shameless product promotion in films, with Taco Bell being featured as the film is the only franchise to s survive the franchise wars. Whatever those were, I would classify it as a pre-comic movie with all the trimmings, bad guys and good guys, technical oddities, and a lot of great lines. Worth seeing, PG-13, because a few lines here and there were a couple of brief shots of nudity. Collectible, if you like Stallone... Lines aren't nudity. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Um, like a brief lines of nudity. Oh, it says a brief but lines, and there's a couple brief shots of nudity. Nope, uh, that was me mishearing. So, collectible if you like Stallone. Otherwise, rent it and return it. <laughs> How many stars was so. that? <laughs> that was that was ten stars. <laughs> yep, rent it. sucked, but anyway, ten stars. <laughs> take yeah, it back I mean, to Redbox. <laughs> <laughs> also, like rent. I don't know how to select any other stars than ten. <laughs> <laughs> Physically rented where? Redbox doesn't carry <laughs> this. <laughs> <laughs> No, this is like the height of like DVD Netflix. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and the last one. This is a one star out of ten. Hell yeah. 
Written November 2002. And they <laughs> should have been up on this Quote, page. leave your brain at the door. <laughs> the script for this movie is so bad. It's terrifying. The corny high fives place this movie right into the bad B-movie category and is the reason why Stallone's movie career ended. Oh, it's painful. <laughs> Even watching Snipes is painful. The dialogue is awful, makes little sense or logic, has zero in the way of originality, and is just another, quote, bad guy escapes and hero needs to be brought in to save the day film. This isn't really sci-fi, just a bad flick. Not even worth a rental. One star. Damn. That was angry. That was, yeah, that's They're a like, bit They're like, I much. picked the wrong red box on accident. Yep. Mm. Whoops. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for staying with us. I uh, know we went very long tonight, uh, but a uh, very important uh, night for us here as well. Uh, we do have an announcement for the show. Oh. Do you want to do it, or should I? Uh. Okay. Well, you're a man of little words, and I feel like we need a little bit more. Big words. <laughs> no, uh, this is my second to last live show, as I am leaving the podcast. So, Yes. I got better things to do. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Just man. kidding. It's online school. No. Uh, Graduate degree. You will be so uh, missed. It's been an amazing year and a half worth of episodes. I know. It was touching. Um, it was good. I know. I hated so many moments of it. <laughs> <laughs> No, it, and <laughs> like I will right be back. Now. For a lot of live shows, I will be back. There mm -hmm. are a lot of shows that's like, also, don't do this one without me. Also, you can't finish this without me. Yep. Like uh, but Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. No, you we cannot finish I Fifty will not. Shades. I will not. Uh. But um, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we you will be missed. And uh, it was extremely hard. I will hard. be here for Deep Blue Sea, though. Yes. that is a classic in our family. Um <laughs> It We've seen it three times at most, James. <laughs> That's my brother. It was Again. extremely hard to make a decision as to who might be able to take your seat. and it You couldn't put just one butt in this seat. I couldn't. So, actually, I chose two. Ladies and gentlemen, these are the two new co-hosts of Bombs Away. Please welcome them to the show. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you set it up like that, you needed two guys to do one guy's job. <laughs> hey, when you've got a man. butt that takes this much. We're not good at improv. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to the uh, one person that laughed at my butt joke. Um, <laughs> no, uh, I am extremely honored to bring you guys on. Uh, I wanted to do this as a very nice way to transition into the show and introduce you to our audience. And I thought this was the best way to do it and uh, to announce it to to you guys first as a public. Uh, nobody who listens to the show on a regular basis knows until this episode comes out. So, um, Unless thank you. Unless you work with us. We told all of our coworkers. <laughs> Today someone was like, wait, aren't you trying to keep that a secret? And I was like, everyone knows. <laughs> like, um, so, it's my phone. thank you. <laughs> thank you for joining us tonight, ladies and gentlemen. If you had a good time, let me hear you make some noise. Woo! Thank you. Deep Blue Sea. January 19th. Remember, there are $10 tickets at the door uh, tonight only, okay? Uh, it'll be 10 at the register tonight, 15 at the door. Yep. You, it will be completely interactive, waterworks, and I swear it will not go on this long. 
Deep Blue Sea is an, an hour and a half tops. So thank you for staying with us tonight. I know it's been a long one. Uh, we'll definitely make sure that we take care of the next one, okay? And also for the entire month of January, if you listen to the podcast, it is a month that I picked myself. So we've got some great ones coming up. Our first one featuring both Vicente and Tyler is actually... The Haunted Mansion, terrible Disney's movie. 2003 classic. That's terrible. Um, so if you're excited for that, tune in to our second week of January, because January actually has a f- good amount of weeks in it. But they will be featured on it, and There's it is one of couple. our longest episodes, which is uh, kind of amazing, because we have had a few episodes with four people on it, but having four people on it that actually do care a lot about movies and also uh, tied into that care a lot about the place that we come from we all do come from disney sorry but um yes. it was actually it was a really fun episode it's nice so i'm excited to be passing on the torch with people that i uh, i care about i have fun with Aww. so <laughs> yeah so listen to our uh, our Jarrett january as i've called it and i'm also going to just monopolize on that situation and come back for every january because i love myself awesome <laughs> well also, thank also, you i want to yes. say Guys, check out the lobby. We have merchandise. Everything that's Look at him already doing, doing his job. Hey, <laughs> I'm here to do my He's job. He's already doing better than me. <laughs> Don't forget, if you want memorabilia from past shows, today's show and the future come, we'll have them all featured outside. And just ask us. We have shirts, pins, and all sorts of little, you know, little knickknacks that, you know, you think about. You're like, well, I could have those three shells in, you know, my own bathroom and stuff like that and have an interesting story, you know? Yes, yes those are made by James. Um, uh, Thank you, custom James. made. There's, there's uh, nowhere in the world. Definitely else. more on the horizon for those. So those are completely custom molded, correct, sir? And um, so they are they are hand painted, hand hand molded, and sculpted. And so each one is uh, unique. So uh, when you're when you're taking home that artifact, you're you're taking home something that was specifically made for this event and um, made with love and care. So. That's something very special. Yeah, it says it says bounds away. So you're also supporting the show. Uh, we've taken enough of your time, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, one more round of applause for up here for my guests and now our new hosts. Uh, round of applause for Jared for yeah! all the hard work he's done for the past year and a half. I haven't done a lot of. And hard ladies work. and gentlemen, we'll see you next month at Deep Blue Sea. Have a good night. Woo! Good night. has been a production of Big Bulb Entertainment, executive produced by Jonathan Young. For more media and information, visit us at www.bigbulbentertainment.com. Big Bulb, what's your bright idea? Shh.